0: Good morning or evening everybody. Nice of you to join me today on Juice the Egg. I'm Diego and we're going to be diving into discussions around some personally complex but interesting topics and it's going to be a wide range of topics. Anyway, here's an intro for you all. A whimsical, noteworthy podcast, Juice Egg is about thoughts I have pop into my head while in conversation with my friends. Whether it be diet, art, news, celebrities, and events, I like to cover it all, morning, noon, and night. I can sometimes never find time to sit down and have a meaningful conversation with friends and family. This is a place for me to reflect and understand those thoughts at a more personal level a project to elevate and consider all these things going on in life and everything around us. I really want this podcast to be about connection and bringing up a conversation about things. And it doesn't even have to be about serious things, you know, fun things. I especially want to talk about self-care and how being a young adult is now for mental health, music, news, and lifestyle. Make sure to juice the egg and spend your morning with us checking in. Okay, in today's episode, segment of have you tried this hot pot? Oh my God, I'm a sucker for hot pot. So what is this? It's a Chinese method of boiling hot broth. ...for soup and combining all sorts of ingredients into the soup to make a meal. And it's not a method more as it is kind of a meal. So I discovered this the first time I went to San Francisco. Greatest place ever. So good. These restaurants have you prepare your own soup and order meats, veggies... ...and cook them in the broth for... A minute or two and know the meat that you order. It is raw when it comes. Some of them you can eat it like they're already pre-cooked. But this broth cooks a meat that is thinly sliced so you can kind of you know cook yourself. It's so much fun. It's like interact. If you're like a person who like you know they say don't play with your food. This place is the best for just you know experimenting and trying new things And the food is absolutely delicious. You can make so many combinations. It's kind of a pick-your-own, choose-your-own type of deal. And I always love going with a bunch of friends. And it's like sitting around a campfire. And you're just like cavemen. Just like making food in your broth, which is so much fun. You can order, like, usually two. Two broths. And it's so much fun because you can have this flavor or this. And it's, like, pay... Pay per plate sometimes, or just in general, pay for the whole meal, depending on how much you eat, but it's so good, and definitely go and try it. Okay, for today's topic, it is body dysmorphia and eating well. Well, more body image, but just in general body image, and procedures, and cosmetics, all of those things. I love talking about this, this topic, because I've been really interested in lately, and I've been looking into it a lot, something that seems like something I want to do, because going from our last, one of our other episodes of talking about skincare and acne, I've like dealt with that, so like, you know, it's like, did so much good, and like recently, Actually I'm sitting here right now after doing a little procedure where I got my skin lasered and it's supposed to smoothen it and get rid of those scars. So that's the biggest thing. Like I got I got left with so much scars, so it kind of makes me feel like, you know, going out. I want my skin to look good. I like wanna dress good, look good, you know, feel good. And that's a lot of the topic today is what at what point is taking these procedures a little too far because, you know, you see those horrendous, well, those pictures of people who've taken their cosmetic procedures way too far and they go straight into looking completely like somebody else or just like they want to look like somebody else. And it's like, how and why are you trying to accomplish that when, you know, for me, and I've talked about this with plenty of people, There's a point, you know, everyone has a right to do what they want, but when does it become unhealthy? That is the reason why we are talking about this today, because I would never go as far as to try and make myself look taller with a very severe procedure. That is very risky, and risk, I think, plays a big part in the way I choose things because, of course there's a risk with all these things and sometimes these post-operative side effects that come from like big surgeries like nose jobs or anything like that booty lifts like you have chances for infection and all that and that scares the crap out of me it really does I do not want that to happen that's why I will never do that maybe maybe the chin I've thought about getting weight because I want my chin my chin looks like you know your where your chin starts and it like rounds out like it caves in to your neck and then you know i feel like it's all like one blob and i can't see my neck so that's one thing i'm like maybe i can do one of those non-invasive ones but we'll talk about that later body dysmorphia is a really big thing a lot of people deal with it and it's something that people go to the gym with all their life obsessing over and i found myself wanting to go to the gym now to just feel better, but also look better. I really want to have that body for the summer, you know? Now it's just about being healthy and eating well. And I love eating well when I can, when I commit to it, because it is, there's some really good healthy stuff. You can almost never find it, but it's not as hard as you think because there's so many things you don't have to cut down on everything. And there's plenty of sweet stuff that can replace the unhealthy stuff. That's not nutritious, but eating well has been my favorite thing. Acai bowls, shout out to acai bowls if you've ever had an acai bowl. Um, my favorite place recently, business shout out, not sponsored. Mo Berry, love it, in the Portland area. Would cave in, do anything for that, for that acai bowl. You got, you got me, you know, on the ground or whatever. I don't know, like, just, you know, I would love you forever if you give me an acai bowl. Love those little things. Talking about that, eating, you know, cyborgs, diet is a really big part, changing your body. And I've had times where I've had a complete change in my body after eating on a, not a strict, it's very not strict. It's more like fasting where you kind of eat from this time to this time of the day. And I used to do it like 8 a.m. to, like 8 p.m. and it's it's pretty, you know, it's a 12 hour fast, so it's not not too bad. There's also like you can make it really short. It's supposed to like train your body to metabol like have a schedule where it like learns to metabolize at this time. It's kind of like training your body and conditioning it so that talking about how it affects your body, it can make you look very lean. You can, you know, put on those muscles and eat a bunch of protein. There's only so far you can take it, though, with diet and body, and that's where it comes into when you've tried your hardest to make your body look a certain way, but you can't change the part that you really want to. That's where these procedures come in. And, you know, sometimes these can come out of not feeling good about yourself or what do you think, like, it can happen... For many reasons, it it could be that pesky little like bump or just something that you're looking at constantly, and you're like, I, w- I want to get rid of that. You know, if that's going on for a while, I would say go go ahead and go get get rid of that thing. Or, but sometimes learning to accept them. Very often, I find myself learning to accept a lot of the parts of myself that I don't really like, and that's honestly probably little, it's a little vulnerable. It's okay to be vulnerable. There are so many things you can do to your body and obsess over looking good. It's actually, no, it's like a whole, the whole aesthetic, which I love a good aesthetic. And it can really change, you know, the way a person feels like they can allow a thing or a piece of their body or like people around them to be a part of their life or to be a part of them. And that's, you know, that's where that goes into the unhealthy, toxic side of aesthetics and body image. It's a really big thing. I I feel like there are certain limits, but, you know, if you want to, like, I love seeing a big old booty. That's just, you know, intrusive in thought. Beauty. Oh my gosh. I love looking at those procedures. Oh, the surgeries. That is so interesting how people, you know, if you've ever watched those surgical videos of people getting procedures, they're so insane. Oh my gosh. I started watching them in high school. I stopped watching them. Like I haven't watched one since forever, but so crazy. Still dump, makes me dumbfounded today. Like how they look so intense and you know people take weeks or like a months to recover from those things and that's really insane it's also like putting the money into getting cut and you know tortured basically to look better it's just like how much sacrifices are you making to look this good is it worth it the pros and cons and pros and cons you know, it could be for, like, function, like, your nose is, like, not working like it's supposed to, you gotta get that nose job done, you know, there's, like, those reasons, and then there's to the body, trauma, in terms of, like, physical and surgical adjustments, that that stuff can be really intense, (laughs) I, there are other people's cup of tea, not my cup of tea, definitely not, I really admire the people who do that, like, that's a commitment and you know what you want. And if you usually you like people who do that, like they have the money to do it and they have the money to like get rid of it or reverse it. Some of these things are like very hard to reverse, so I wouldn't do those. Cause I always change my mind and there's always the regret of like having it done and then your body just looks all beat up from having the procedure done and it could be very, very scary. That, you know, that's an option. There's You know, alternatives, you know, eating healthy and doing, like, you know, makeup's a thing. Like, you know, makeup can really change the look of a person. You can take it farther with surgical procedures and cosmetics. As long as it's healthy and it's not affecting your living, then you can still get through the day. You really got to know what you're doing and why you're doing it and be sure and have clear intentions as to why you're wanting to do the procedure which is a really great thing i think like it takes a lot of thinking i think that's not something to just be like oh next day i'm gonna schedule an appointment tonight for the next day you know just came up in my mind want to do it that's that's an, an impulsive thought and you know if you have the money like i said and you want to do it that honestly i wonder who has it done a procedure just the next day or the week of they just decided oh I'm gonna do this and they did it like it's really interesting I'd like to meet somebody who who just decided on a whim just thought I'm gonna do this like right away that's very interesting I want to know how they think at some point there's so many places you can have these procedures done at and they're everywhere now and I've especially heard in LA, there's like influencer culture. A lot of people in influencer culture have made adjustments to their body. I was watching Coachella. Coachella. Oh my god! To visit Coachella, a dream. I'd really love to visit Coachella someday. So come sponsor me. Give me, give me a VIP pass, Coachella, please. Anyways, there is such a big push at these places to look and have an aesthetic and dress a certain way. And, you know, is it taken a bit too far? Maybe. When you have these people with booties, breasts, or lips that are just like stretching the body and, oh God, no. I, I don't want to judge. This comes purely out of curiosity. To you people who are thinking, oh, he's judgy. He judges a lot. Like he's already saying, like, already talking about how he doesn't like that. Like I said, it's, it's not my cup of tea. And I have my opinions about it and I'm not going to actively talk about somebody and, you know, say, oh, this is, this is what you should do. This is how, you know, that's, that's not how I am. I'd rather not throw my opinion onto somebody else, you know, because for somebody else, it's not relevant. For me, it is. And I think I am relevant with, the things i say so I, I i do accept that i can be wrong though which is you know i'm here for somebody to change my mind you know debate with me that's a thing okay well that's the end of this podcast episode body dysmorphia and cosmetic procedures it was a very freeform podcast today and it was a little bit more difficult it's hard when you don't have a script to go by but It honestly makes you try harder. I think I like the challenge of, like, trying to find out. Today was not the day for talking. Let's just say that. So many things going on, and I am tired. I will see you all next time for episode 6 of our podcast. Okay, everyone. That's the end of our juice Stag podcast. Thank you for listening, and I hope you'll tune in to hear from us next time. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify for more GSEG episodes. Next episode, we'll be talking about people-pleasing and boundaries. When is the appropriate time to say no, and how can we be more aware to the things we shouldn't be allowing people to do so we can have a healthy interaction and relationship with Maybe walking out eggshells a little too often and not having the ability to say no. We'll talk all about this next time in episode 6 of our Juice Egg podcast. Talk to you next time.